Welcome to the Rise Priestess podcast, a place for women just like you who are in the process of claiming their callings, rising into priestesshood, and building a legacy. This is where values-driven women come to learn how to unleash their gifts and share them unapologetically with the world to unlock deep contribution and potent prosperity. I'm your host, Dr. Sarah Coxon. I'm an author, yoga teacher, activist, and business mentor. I bridge together feminine-inspired leadership and divine masculine action that quantum leaps you into an expansive experience of life and business. I believe that business is a vehicle for not only living a more purposeful and free life, but for also contributing to social and ecological healing. I live in a coastal town in Portugal and have been channeling my inner priestesshood into various heart-centered businesses since 2016. Back then, I left my life as an archaeologist to play my part in the reawakening of the feminine. Although I now run a successful mission-driven business, it's been quite the journey. I've had to move past imposter syndrome, own my gifts, make friends with money, step into feminine leadership, dismantle toxic conditioning, and learn ethical marketing practices. I'm here to help you on your journey to living life and doing business on your terms. From guest interviews to solo heart riffs to laser coaching sessions, this podcast is here to inspire you to reclaim the feminine, live your dharma, and get paid for being you. So sit back, take a deep breath, sister, and let's dive into today's episode. Hello Priestesses and welcome back to another episode. In this episode, my incredible client Marika de Jong shares her story of moving past burnout and how she embraced her inner wisdom to eventually move to Tahiti from Amsterdam and become a woman's coach and healer. She is absolutely incredible. I love her to bits and she shares such incredible codes of wisdom in this conversation, so I, I just know that you guys are going to love it, and it really is a juicy one. And before I introduce you to Marika, I want to let you know that this episode is sponsored by my best-selling book. Okay, when I say best-selling, it's Amazon bestsellers, but still, it was on the bestseller list. Um, the Way of the Priestess, A Reclamation of Feminine Power and Divine Purpose. And this week, as I'm recording this, I've received several messages from you guys who've been reading the book, saying how much you loved it and how you're gonna buy copies for your friends and that everyone should read it. And that has been so life-affirming for me because you know, I, I had a sense that this book, it was a book whose time had come, um, but I was still feeling a little bit unsure as, as if I was the right vessel for it, but you know, clearly I was, so yeah. Um, you can order the book if you haven't read it yet. You can order the book in Barnes & Noble, Waterstones, Booktopia, Amazon, and pretty much anywhere books are sold online. And if you have been reading it, one of the best ways you can support me further is to leave an Amazon review. That would be amazing, and, and I would be so appreciative of that. Thank you. And um, Or you can take a photo of it and or you can take a photo of you reading it or the cover and you can pop it on your Instagram stories let me know your thoughts tag me so that I can say hello and I can also give you a shout out all right then my beautiful souls my wonderful community who I'm so grateful for like you listening you priestess I'm grateful for you 
And now I want to introduce you to Marika. Hello, priestesses. Welcome back. I am really excited to introduce you to Marika de Jong. She is a client of mine. She's a woman's coach and she's founder of The Awakened Woman. And she is just such a powerhouse and so full of wisdom. And I'm so excited to have this conversation. So Marika, welcome to the show. Hey, Sarah and everyone. Thanks for having me. Super excited to be here. Oh, I'm, I'm just, I'm really excited. So I think, well, let's just kind of die. Let's just dive straight in. Marika, tell us, tell us about you. Tell us about your story and how you have ended up in Tahiti, which is where you, you're currently recording from. Yes, my God, we were just talking about it, weren't we? That I, I don't know, I just wake up some days and I have to pinch myself and I'm like, am I really living in Tahiti? This I never, ever, ever uh, really saw coming. But yeah, it's it's pretty much like paradise over here. But um, as pretty much any story goes, um, there's a whole story involved before <laughs> ending up in paradise. And um, yeah, I'm... You could say, you could label me, I guess, as a psychologist. That is where I once started um, with my studies, which were pretty aligned to my soul. But I had to go down a pretty dark, deep rabbit hole uh, called the corporate world. For about 10 years before I really found myself back again, I, I reconnected with my soul. I uncovered that I was extremely unhappy in that world, in that cage, in that, in that house of cards, basically, I had built for myself that looked extremely successful on the outside. I had everything. I had bought a house. I was successful. I had my friends. I was living in the middle of the city in Amsterdam, but I felt really, really empty and like shit, basically, inside. And... Um, as again, in most stories, uh, there's a moment that all of it hits you. And for me, those moments were two really deep burnouts. Basically, my body completely hit the brakes and told me, even if you want to keep going, even if you think you want to keep going, no, we're not going to do this anymore. So yeah, it's been quite a journey, Sarah. I can share a lot about it, how I got from there to living uh, in Tahiti with the men that I love. Um, but yeah, let me know. Uh, let me know where I should start. Oh well, I mean, obviously, I know your story pretty well, and and I just I love it so much. I think what would what I'm really curious about is, um, first of all, like what led you to to obviously you were doing psychology. And then you went down the corporate route. Like what led you to kind of choose that in the first place? Mm. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and I think, Sarah, it's what, again, what many of us deal with and struggle with uh, on a daily basis. I think it's, it was the, the dissonance between my own inner voice and all the voices of the outer world. So at that time, I was really, really, really disconnected from who I deeply, truly was and am and what I wanted 
what I wanted, what I desired, what, what was my opinion was a non-existent thing for me because I was completely locked into my pleasing, good girl, overachieving conditioning. And I think I just had no clue of really listening to myself. So I just went for what I was supposed to be doing, uh, like many of us. Um, and I went into the corporate world. I, I was a consultant. I, had, I, I even had the story that I was, quote unquote, impacting the world in a positive way. But when you're impacting the world in a positive way, but you're, you're going on empty inside, that cannot be good for anyone. That's what I know now. But it was the voices of the outside world and my own inner voices that were saying, if, I, if I'm not successful, if I don't get the house, if I don't get the this and the that, then I'm not good enough. Um, that, I guess, led me on that path in a way. Mm, I, I mean, you know, my story, I've so been there. That's the reason why I went down the whole academic path. And it's, you don't even realize it, do you? You're just like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. And other people seem to be pleased with it. So I'm just going to continue. And Absolutely. yeah. Yeah. And so tell us a little bit more about the burnout then. You know, you said there was this, like, there's this moment. There's a moment when there's a before and an after how did you experience the burnout and what do you think its message was for you? Mm. I think there was one specific moment, but the fact that the moment was there was a huge period of years and years and years of ignoring my true self inside that led up to that moment. So the way I see it now is I, I had actually two burnouts and I was constantly operating in a state of burnout. But there was one moment that I had already done a lot of work on myself, a lot of deep work, and still my body completely hit the brakes. And I can remember it as if it was yesterday. It was the moment where my one of my nieces was born, or actually one of my my, my only niece, I have two nephews and one niece, and I was supposed to feel super happy inside, but I had just come out of a guiding um, uh, a, a corporate board in a retreat of three days, and I was supposed to be feel, feeling overjoyed inside with the birth of my niece, but I was so exhausted that I couldn't even walk anymore, and I was on my way home, and I just sat down in the middle of a park with this desperation and panic of I, I can't I can't I can't you know I'm trying so hard world but I can't anymore I just can't literally can't move and I think I was there for about <clears throat> an hour on this couch hoping you know somebody will save me but of course as we all know we are the only ones that can save ourselves <clears throat> sorry um but it was also in this moment that I, after ignoring the state of burnout for so long, that I made a choice. And I think this is crucial for anyone's journey is that when you come to a point that you, on a deep level, take a choice of no more of this, this is not going to be my life, period. From there, I can absolutely not say it was a beautiful journey after, but it was a journey upwards and onwards on my own path. Uh, rather than anybody else's path and yeah this moment was not fun but it was really crucial and in hindsight 
easy to say, but I'm really grateful for it because otherwise I would have just probably kept tagging along on and on and on on that path, which is not mine. Mm. There is this, this before and after for me, it was, you know, the death of my brother when I was 24. It's, and it's weird to say that we're grateful for these things, but I am really grateful because without that kind of wake up call, whether it's burnout or a death or a, the breakdown of a relationship or something like that happens, we just continue. We just, it's like we're completely blinkered and we don't realize. So what I'm curious about is like, what happened then? Like after this moment that you were like, okay, I can't continue the way that I'm doing. I have to make a choice. I can't do this anymore. Like what was, what happened after that? Mm. I guess I, I mean, at first I spent a lot of time not moving, being in bed, resting and like doing what the feminine energy needs sometimes, just being. Um, and in this case, I, I really couldn't, like I really couldn't put myself in that masculine forceful energy of running, 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 doing, doing, doing anymore because my body just said no. But um yeah, resting a lot and and slowly, slowly unraveling all of that pleasing and good girl conditioning, basically. And little by little, getting back in touch with, you know, those, those little sparks of, hey, what actually brings light to my life? What kind of people, you know, really excite me? And what kind of people do I not completely give myself away with? Where are my boundaries? Um, what do I really want from life? Is this what I want? Is this what I chose for myself? Or is this what I let other people choose for me? So this whole journey, I guess, um, took off that is still in motion today. And I, I know that both you and I believe that it never ends because we're always growing, we're always evolving, right? I mean, it would be nice to feel that there was an end point, but the end point oh is death. God, yes. So <laughs> end point is death. So I'm happy with the whole process thing. Um, yeah. yeah. So sorry, continue. No, I'm I'm just thinking, you know, imagine if you hadn't had your, your wake up call, um, then I never would have met you. And then you would never have been bringing the magic that you are bringing out into the world you would never have been bringing it. And this is many times also what I share and what I work with my clients on. This feeling of, you know, I shouldn't be doing this or I shouldn't be doing that or this feeling of, of guilt of wanting and desiring. But when you start to understand that it's, it is yes for you and yes, you deserve it, but it's also for the rest of the world. Like if I would not have met you then I would not have expanded also in the way I have but it's it's not when you start to understand it's not only about you but it's also about what you're meant to bring to the world for many women it opens up a lot as well because there's such a deep um, belief of you know that we are supposed to only make others happy only please others etc etc so there's a part where you know women need to learn and understand that their desires are valid but when they also learn that they are actually meant to also serve the world their own desires 
it can it can open up huge huge gates. So I'm I'm happy that uh, that you had your wake up call and you dared to put your magic in the world. And it goes both ways. I'm so happy you had your wake up call. Will you listen to us? Like, no, your magic. No, your magic. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, tell us a little bit more about your journey to really kind of owning who you are and your sole purpose, what you really desire to bring into the world and coming into your own as, you know, a woman's coach and founding the Awakened Woman. Like how, what's that journey been like for you? Mm, yeah. Again, it's, it's been a, yeah, it's been a whole journey. And what I, what I know by now, what took me a while to realize and what I always share with my clients as well is that you must take the inward journey as well as the outward journey. So at first, when you know all shit hit the fan i just completely became like a hermit you know i locked everything in the outside world i had to completely withdraw in my cage and unravel myself and be with that which i think at sometimes is, is necessary right when you feel so fucking vulnerable that you just cannot have other people witnessing that except the those who are really 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 close to you but then at some point, uh, when I did gather the strength, I realized that the outward journey of acting and daring to speak the things that are actually on your mind, the things that your truth, basically, who you really are, are super vital uh, in that journey as well. And, and you're, you're one of the people who has been also vital in this journey for me, Sarah, because it's one thing to go inside and to, you know, to check on your limiting beliefs and your wounds of why don't I feel good enough and, and, and why am I afraid to speak up? Why am I afraid to show my true colors? But, and you must take that journey, but at some point the magic lies in just doing it and not waiting. Some of my clients ask me, uh, how do I get rid of my fear? And I say, you don't. You learn to embrace it and love it and feel the fear and move anyway. So I guess that, um, yeah, also in my process with you, this, your belief in me and your ability to hold space for me and see my, for me to see myself in that and then daring to just put it out in the world and, and wait and see who resonated with it was one of the most powerful things. Um, and this is, yeah, the inward and the outward journey is, is one that at some point needs to go hand in hand because you can't just heal your life by just being inside of your own head, if you know what That's I mean. So true. And there's, you know, I always say, you know, particularly starting a project or building a business or just really honoring our desires through action is um, a vehicle for healing a lot of the the embodied trauma and the this the stuff, you know, the limiting beliefs that keeps us stuck, you know, there's only, like you say, there's only so much illumination that we can do, but that doesn't necessarily, that helps us to understand, but it doesn't necessarily help us to actually move past it. What was really interesting um, was when we first met, like you had already started your business, hadn't you? And you were, but you were yeah. really kind of, again, caught up in, um, 
the idea of supposed tos and the niching and all of that. I wonder if you can speak a little bit about what that was like for you. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm right now. I can I can really laugh about it, but um, <laughs> because I think this also in our journeys there are certain themes, right? That we that we meet over and over again, and and for oh, me, yes, <laughs> it is again and again listen to myself and let the voices of the outside world be there and it's like over and over again in different ways i'm learning it on a deeper level and this is the point i i hit with you as well because in the early stages of my uh business i i mean i had been coaching for years also in my job but this was really different this was like my my sacred work you know what i really wanted to do but I followed um, uh, a training, a course, which gave me a lot, which was really great. Yet, at the same time, there was a business part to this course where they were so prescri prescriptive, I would say, in how you were supposed to do things. And, okay, you should be like this. These are the five steps. You know, your niche should be like this. Uh, they even, you know, literally spelled out, you know, how the sentence should be in which you say to the world who you are helping with what in whichever way. And as you say, Sarah, I completely lost myself in it. I was like, oh, okay, it has to be like this. I have to find an extreme pain point and talk to this. So yeah, maybe I should only speak about burnouts because otherwise, you know, all of these fears in my head of if I don't do it their way, because that's the right way, because they know, and they're telling me. But I completely forgot that. Actually, I'm in it for the game where, where I know what I want. And deep inside of me, there is a place that knows exactly how I should be saying things and how the people that are meant to work with me can find me and can resonate with that. So, yeah, when I came to you first, I was completely lost in that niching and how I was supposed to set up my business. And the, the beauty was when you woke me up out of that um, in a gentle yet firm way, I, it was pretty clear pretty quickly. And when I, I acknowledged that the awakened woman, this journey where... I guide women to wake up to who they really are, release those limiting beliefs, but also take action in the world. That's the first time I put it out there. And again, feeling the fear, but putting it out there anyway. Immediately, there was someone who came to me who was like, okay, where can I sign up? This, this is what I want. And I was laughing at you, I think, with you as well, because I, I had this huge fear of, you know, what if this is really my spiritual coming out of the closet. What if people are going to say X, Y, and Z? But all I did was bring exactly those people who are who needed me, who are meant to find me. And it's, it's magic. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, the world of business and like kind of old paradigm bro marketing, this idea of like finding pain points and like agitating them and stuff. And it's like, it's so unfeminine in its essence as well. And yet, you know, I mean, I, I did the same, I did the same thing when I first started because my pattern was to believe in institutions and structures outside of myself, just like you. And then yeah. there comes a point where you're like, ew, this feels really icky. And it's also not fucking working. <laughs> like, I'm at, cause I was bringing in clients who were, 
um, really quite needy and in a lot of pain. And I was like, I don't think I want to work with these kind of people. Like that's not, there are some people where it's like totally their jam, but I'm not a very, I'm not a handholder. Like I'm like an igniter. And I think you're the same, aren't you, Marika? It's more about like get kind of creating the safe container where people can take inspired action from a place of like fieriness, not like deep wounding. Um, and yeah, this is, this is all about coming back to the feminine, but it's also about, like you say, like really learning to trust our inner wisdom and mm -hmm. trusting that when we take that aligned action and we come out of the spiritual closet, as it were, because mm -hmm. I also know how that feels. I mean, particularly with the book being out now and so many of my old colleagues are like, I'm going to buy your book. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Um, like oh really but you know once we do that it becomes not necessarily effortless but the process becomes more enjoyable absolutely and I just started reading your book by the way it is nothing but magic so I can't wait to continue after we finish oh thank you yeah no it's I'm I'm really feeling at the moment this kind of sense of like oh there's something out in the world and I can't take it away I can't edit it anymore fuck um, so it's a it's such an edge it's yeah for anyone who's published a book you'll you'll know exactly what I'm talking about um yeah, this is why you inspire so much and this is what what in my opinion we need more of you know we all know this this nakedness feeling right of like oh fuck mm -mm. you know what I uh in a certain way also experienced when I did launch my program that I really believed in I was like oh fuck 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 okay <laughs> But then again, you know, you you putting that book out there in the world is what is needed for for everybody. But you, yeah, you need your courage to be able to actually do it, and that that's the choice I guess we have to either you know leave with all all of our gifts inside. But hey, at least we were safe and you know not putting us, ourselves out there so much and not being judged, or we choose the the courageous path, which is fucking scary at times but it mm -hmm. creates magic both for ourselves and for others right at some point absolutely the you know it's really living a meaningful life is really about being brave with your life and I don't think you can live a meaningful life without like shitting your pants on a regular basis basically exactly. um and also, I love what you said about, you know, do you really want to die with your gifts inside of you? You know, I liken Dharma, this sense of like soul purpose and personal, you know, not duty in a kind of oppressive sense, but like, you know, what you're here for, this sense of contribution. It's like you have all these gifts and talents and experience and knowledge. And it's like you have a glass of water. You're holding a glass of water. And if someone walks past you who's thirsty, your dharma is to give them that water. Mm. And this is the same with our gifts, isn't it? And I love what you say when you're like, when you said a, you know, a few moments ago, where it's not actually about us. I mean, it is, but it's not really. Yeah, <clears throat> absolutely. And this is one thing I, I want to say about this as well, is that you're, you're so right you know you it is our role to give that water or whatever your gift or your purpose is but when i when i first 
heard people talking about oh, gifts and purpose and I was so shut down from myself that I thought, ah, yeah, but I don't have any gifts. You know, what do I have to mm-hmm. give to the world? And this, this, I really, really wish so much to, to break, you know, the, this thought pattern in, in women. Because, for example, when I was younger, then people would sometimes say to me, ah, oh, you know, you're such a good listener and it's amazing. And I would immediately push it away as, yeah, but that's not worth anything. You know, who cares about listening? Who, who cares about me being being really able to see people for who they are? Because we, we, we live in this patriarchy, which doesn't necessarily value these kind of feminine qualities as much. Of course, there's, there's people who do, but the dominant narrative is not, you know, that ah, intuition is incredible and holding space for people and allowing people to to heal and to find themselves that this is some sort of powerful gift. So to anybody who is hearing this, I just want to remind them that all of us have gifts, no matter how different or small or big you may think they are, they are fucking valuable. And everybody, I know that we both believe that Sarah, everybody is here for a reason. And if there was no reason, you would not be here. So, um, yeah, if you think you don't know, if you think you don't have any gifts, believe me, you absolutely 100% do. You're just disconnected from them. That's, mm. that's what I believe. That's so powerful. Very often our gifts are the things that come so naturally to us, so easily to us that we just assume everyone else can do them. You know, Absolutely. it's like we can't see the wood for the trees. We can't, we just can't see it because it's so innate and we do it all the time. And we just assume like, yeah, duh, anyone can do this. And guess what? They can't. <laughs> like You have your gifts for a reason. Exactly. Like there are people that are so gifted at design. And if anyone's seen any of my sales pages, they will know that that's not me, you know? <laughs> so it's, um, yeah, you, you guys, you, you guys listening, like you all have gifts and the world, the world needs them just like the world needs my gifts and Marika's gifts. So on that note, Marika, what's, what's a piece of advice that you wish you had been given? Uh, earlier on so 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 many Um, but the one that's coming to me right now most uh, in relation to all of this is to be connected with my body Mm. and this might feel or seem disconnected to our, our whole conversation but what I've found is that our wisdom is in our body. So a very easy um, thing that I, that I often guide my clients to as well is to get to know their yes and their no into, in their bodies, right? Because some of my clients, they say, oh, I don't know what I want and I don't even know where my boundaries are and I don't know this and I don't know that. And I say, you know, trust me, you know. You just need to learn to listen. And, but when we're disconnected from our bodies, then we cannot hear. 
But when you like visualize an example in your head of something that you were super excited about and you knew inside that it was a yes, even if it happened only once in your life, you can check your body and feel like, hey, what do I feel butterflies in my stomach? Or do I feel my heart beating fast? Or do I feel like <sighs> this expansive feeling? And the same you can do with your no. Like there has, I'm sure, been a moment in your life when everything inside of you was telling you, no, I don't want this. And for all of us, it's in a different place in, uh, in our bodies. And um, as a first simple step to, to be connected to that and to listen on a daily basis, I would have loved somebody to have shown me that, you know, you do know. Just learn to listen to your own, own wisdom uh, and step by step, let go of all the layers that are telling you that actually you don't know. That's such potent advice. It's the, you know, when you really understand your full body, fuck yes. And you also understand your like, fuck no, as embodied wisdom, it's such a game changer. And, you know, even like now with, with Mara, like, my partner for those of you who don't know um sometimes I'm like nope and like even he doesn't question it now <laughs> which is amazing he's just like okay well we trust your intuition you tend to be right um yeah god I wish I'd had that earlier on that would have been a game changer I would have made several very different decisions in my life and why are we not taught this one day I, I want to have this in schools you know Oh my Monday. God, that would be amazing. Right? Okay. Okay. That needs to be out in the world. That definitely needs definitely. to be out in the world. So Marika, where can we, where can we find you? If people are interested in your work and working with you, where can they, where can they get in contact? Um, my company is actually called My Rumia. That's M-Y-R-U-M-I-A. And mostly like Sarah, I hang out on Instagram at myrumia. My website is myrumia.com. There's lots of amazing resources you can find there. And um, yeah, I, I always love to connect and hear from people how they found this episode or um, just reach out to say hi. And uh, I would love to connect. Amazing. And I'll make sure that um, all of those links are in the show notes so you guys can can click them in the show notes and go and follow Marika. She's absolutely incredible. And um, yeah, final, final question for anyone who is thinking about joining my priestess program or maybe working with me one-to-one, -one, what advice would you give them? Are you serious? <laughs> yes, yes, and yes. I mean, come on. Uh, I, I think I, I, I told you last week, Sarah, uh, Investing in you was the best decision of my year, period. And I have come to learn that you can postpone, 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 thinking you can do it by yourself or you need to figure it out. Or, But if there is a potent goddess in front of you who can completely accelerate you uh, in your priestesshood, then yeah, I'd say just give yourself that. Please, you're, you're worthy of it. So go for it. Absolutely. Oh, thank you so much for your kind words. And seriously, guys, go and check out Marika. She's absolutely incredible. She's been like such an incredible joy to work with. This is this is how it gets to be, you know, when you feel like your clients aren't clients, like they're just, they inspire you. And Marika, you definitely inspire me every time we talk. 
Thank you. Well, likewise, likewise. Thank you so much for, for having me. I wish we could talk for hours more, but uh, we'll do that another day. Thanks for having You're me. You're so welcome. Thanks, darling. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise Priestess podcast. If this episode spoke to you, you can contribute greatly by sharing it to your Instagram stories. Make sure that you also tag me at Dr. Sarah Coxon so that I can personally reach out and thank you. And if you're not already a member of my Instagram community, you can pop over there now and join us. I keep it very real over there, sharing behind the scenes of my life and business to inspire you to live life and do business your own way. You can also apply to be a guest on the show by emailing sarah at Dr. Sarah Coxon with the subject podcast guest. You can also head over to my website. The link is in the show notes to find out more about how I can help you step into your unique priestesshood to unlock deep contribution and potent prosperity. See you next time.